The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Priding themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at EBB tide tc.com or call Once again, everybody, thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record, and they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from smartmarkvideo.com. And additionally, head to powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. J-A-K-Prince.com. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So that voice you heard. The voice was none other than the one-man militia, Matthew Justice. Also joined by owner of AIW, as always, John Thorne. And maybe Josh Bishop. I don't know if I want to even say that I'm here. You don't want anything? We (laughs) might be joined by Josh Bishop. Who knows? Maybe Bev Smith. My name is Steve Guy. I'm your moderator of sorts. We got to start off with the Ryback story. This is the craziest train I've ever tried to keep on track. Uh, So... Here comes the Ryback story. Steve, you see how much fun the after-after party can be? (laughs) (laughs) As long as as it's hosted at a neutral site. When you tell tell people ahead of time that the after-after party is going to be at their house, and they don't live in a bedroom, 
that or a one it's bedroom apartment that is friendship. the size when, of the general when world room that we are in. When Kellar decides to not travel to Minneapolis, Minnesota, let's just all agree. After, when we do that recap episode, it's all Worldwide's fault. Yes, yeah. let's just break it down. If you didn't want to go see your great great uncle, it, nothing would have happened. I'll never visit my family ever again. Please don't. Uh, please, please don't do that. I really like your brother, though, worldwide. Mike, Mike. I like Mike Keller. I saw him for one day. Hey. What? This is your family now. Yeah. Yeah. This the fucking King of the Ring crew. As Jim Ross, let's King of the Ring crew, my life is shit. It's a whole damn thing. Hey, let's just touch back to week. Let's just touch back to week one. As Jim Ross would say, you have to choose between a real family life or a wrestling life. So, do you want to go to Minneapolis and hang out with your real family? Or it's you Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee. It's Algonquin Milwaukee. for the good land. Milwaukee. Hey, I listen to you. I listen to you worldwide. Milwaukee. I got you, brother. So, Matt Justice, let me ask you about this. Craziest shit about Ryback. Just sleeping on the floor. Rex Brody, Ryan Reeves, a.k.a. Ryback. This house, right? I'm just perusing, perusing around, perusing around. You know, I'm just yawning. What were you perusing through, dude? The mail on the counter, to be exact, right? Well, that's so weird. Here we are, dude. There's a check. Like, oh, this is <laughs> interesting. Oh, a check. It's a federal offense. No, it wasn't in the mailbox. It was on the counter of the right. house I was leaving. Oh, okay. All right. Into. All right. That's fair. And here I am. I'm like, oh, Allegedly, this is, this is interesting. Uncashed check. Right, I'm, uh, I've it's seen this open. check before. You know, I've gotten paid a couple extra checks. I recognize this type font. Yeah, and here I am. Times new. Here's a check, uncashed. Here we are, struggling artists. Sincere. This check is for like twenty five thousand dollars of what? just pure royalties from Netches T-shirts. Oh, this and this man. Nexus? So here we are, and there's a twenty five thousand dollar uncashed check on this counter. Rex Brody, Ryan Reeves, Ryback. At their house. It's and this not is to just them both. This is just, just, a one. just an uncashed check for not even a paycheck. Oh, this is man. just royalties of a every four, three months, whatever, for t shirts of, of the Natchez, who he was like a one. How many people were in the Natchez? Eight? eight? I think so. Eight, let's yeah. just eight. Seven? $25,000. Yeah, but eight at the start. Times eight, that's a lot of money for yeah, a quarterly true. paycheck. Seven, and, even if it's seven, that's a lot. And this yeah. man, this man had no care in the world to cash this paycheck. He just, and this, this paycheck was written weeks before. To Skip Sheffield? To Skip this Sheffield. This is at the time, well, Skip probably Sheffield. Probably not to Skip yep, Sheffield, yep, yep. but the character, yes. So let's just say that like he, he had such disposable income. As a member of the Nexus, that he did not need to cash a twenty-five thousand dollars paycheck. That's, that's like nuts, that's dude. like my entire year of life. It's, yeah, and this that was just a royalty check for three months. You think this random girl here makes more than that? No, <laughs> not in three months. How much do you make a year? Th- and no, three months. In three months, Netgia on Twitter. What do you make in three months? What's your quarterly pay? You can- um. Well, I own a, I, I own a business, so yeah. Please defend. So you're in you're in the red. Will you hire me? <laughs> no, sorry. Damn, Josh, my mom wants me to get a better job. Begging for jobs. He drops out of high school. His mom is his uh, advisor. High school, Steve. Shut the fuck up. He quit his job at Whole Foods, bro. He's looking for better opportunities. Earth Fair, bro. Earth Fair. Whatever. Earth Fair. Same thing. Can you imagine being 22, dreaming of your whole life being a pro wrestler, and just seeing an uncashed $25,000 chest? And you guys are, are you guys same age? He's 36 right now. 
So he's seven years oh, older. Oh man, than that's me. seven years older than you. So wow, if I was twenty-two at the time, he was twenty-nine. Yeah. This man just had a twenty-five thousand dollar check. No tear in the world to cash it. And he, and the, he needs it. it. That's a big difference at that point. To be honest with you, like that's a, that's in, a, in terms of life, you that's know a what man's mean? salary. There's a in huge Cleveland, difference Ohio. between twenty-two and twenty-nine. This man's salary. <laughs> that Ohio. is the yeah. owner of AIW's salary. Yeah. In 2018. Agreed. Maybe. Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, give it, give or take. Give or take. Give or take. More, more nights like tonight. But that's... House so, is up tonight, brother. Yeah. House <laughs> is up tonight, dude. Everybody remember to yell at me tomorrow because I fucking bought a $60 bottle of Tito's. $60 bottle of... T- the... the the regular AIW after party spot of the Fun House, located at the corner of Franklin and One Seventeenth in Lakewood, music tonight was uh, closed for. No, they AIW. were open. Well, the, for closed for they, AIW. Yeah, they had a no, they booking. Would've, they they would've would've allowed us. They in. were booked. They wanted us in there, and they had uh, we had to find booking. alternate means of after party entertainment. We did. We, we found that. I think that the um, we're not allowed to Mahal's anymore because somebody tried to steal a bicycle. Allegedly, allegedly, someone tried to allegedly steal a bicycle. AIW is basically the last territory. Yes, AIW is the last of the real cowboys. All right, so that's the Ryback story. No, let's let's get this out of the way, man. Tonight at AIW, for the first time ever in AIW, we had Juice Robinson, and it turns out you have a Juice Robinson story. He doesn't. I mean, you uh, literally made me put in the bullet points. No, no, they're no, just friends. I just, I mean, we. Your friends. Like at the tryout that I got signed at to the WWE. Okay. The people that got signed from that tryout. He was a part were of it. Juice Robinson. Yeah. Um, Emma, who is. Uh, She'll be here February twenty third. Tennille Dashwood. February twenty third. Everybody. The one and only Matthew Justice. Uh, big cast. Are you going to be on that show too? Correct. <laughs> that was the former Booker. FCW tryouts. I was signed, dude. I wrestled out Former MCW oh, signed people. I wrestled in front of like 20,000 people, dude. Come on. <laughs> no one knows that, but it happened. Where? 20,000, dude. Where? At the fucking Mellon Arena in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I wrestled Alberto Del Rio. Oh, for like a dark? Yeah, but like with fans, like it was sold out, dude. <laughs> not like not like wrestlers say like, yeah, you know, I had a yeah, dark yeah. match at, at Raw and it was like, Empty arena agents watching. No, but I wrestled Alberto Del Rio. Like I put him over. All right, sweet. so <laughs> two two people. Formally... Way to put the kid over, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. You put over ADR, huh? Yeah, he was Ghost Harris Jr. at the time, though. I don't I don't know what's gonna happen in your career after these podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> you let us know what you want to edit. I don't know. So man. I mean, uh, it's, two... it's not the worst thing going on in any wrestling. So listen, right now, February twenty so... third, two people formally signed to. Uh, WWE Emma Emma uh, FKA Emma Tennille Dashwood, Dashwood. As, Tennille as I have her saved in my phone yeah, and Matthew <laughs> Justice they'll both be there Yes, but uh, is, I told John Thorne today, actually, I said, dude, you're really taking me down uh, a memory lane. I said, this month, you know, it's Juice, and next month, it's Emma. Because, like I said... But do you have fond memories of both so, of them? Absolutely. I mean, dude, we got signed to the same trial. It was me, Emma, Juice, Big Cass. He's seven foot tall. You can't teach that. <laughs> can't teach that. And Vader... Yeah, you know what else you can't see? The one man militia. Jesse Carter. Yeah, not Vader. Vader. Vader? Yeah, Vader's son. Apostrophe. Oh, his son. Okay. So we were all at the same trial, and we got signed. We're the five people that got signed from that trial. So. And where are they now? 
big cast injured, but they're well, all pretty much in the AEW, I think, at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, all about uh, to be in the AEW. Kind of ahead of the curve. Actually, uh, John Thorne, will you sign it. Vader Jr.? Uh, yeah, man, he you was know, Vader Jr. Yes, well, he's got some connects with Sterling. I mean, he was married to JoJo, but then I think Bray Wyatt swooped in on his allegedly. Girl. Biggins, uh, fun fact: Biggins' number one gal in the yeah. wrestling JoJo? biz, JoJo. Yeah. JoJo. Oh, yeah, JoJo yeah. Offerman. Oh yeah, Josie Offerman. True story. Oh yeah, like Factorian over here. Dude. From the very beginning, Biggins was okay. That's oh cool. yeah, that's fun fact. Right, you'd always like, like text scene and be like, "Hey man, yeah, tell JoJo I love her." Yeah, <laughs> be- yeah. All right, all right. That's because dirt, you know, we all everybody went to NXT Cleveland. And the first ever one at, at, right, at the Agora, ever, which, correct. that was when uh, Enzo and Cass were in the That's balcony the, with Thorne and with Biggins. With them, with Thorne and Biggins. And, and I was there with a former podcast partner, but... They knew, you know, they knew that we... They, yeah, yeah. They knew we could do well, the because, spot, you know? Uh, the man currently known as Kevin Owens goes up into the corner and he's like, ah, gives a whole thing to uh, Thorne and Biggins. It was like in that corner. Shout out to Kevin Owens for being a true fucking G and still like... Texting me about all yeah. the fucking things happening in the AW on a weekly basis. But the, but the guy, the guy who opens that show, is the man. If I was fucking like in WrestleMania, headbutting Vince McMahon, I don't think I would care about AW that much. That's true. Nah, that's true. The guy opening the NXT show at the Agora is FKA SJK. No, he's not allowed to be talked about on my podcast. <laughs> oh. I'm just saying he nah, was there, dude. but then. He, so he opens it up, and then uh, Josie, Josie, he, yeah, he was the commentator. Yeah, yeah. So then Josie Offerman, Jojo, as she is known now, comes out okay. and does a thing, and then a week later you're talking to Biggins. Biggins just goes, He's oh. like, oh, my God, did you see Jojo? <laughs> like, yeah, dude, Biggins like, how much can I buy our socks for? <laughs> Jeez. Dude, going nuts. Matthew Justice, yeah. let's get to the heart right. of the matter. Yeah. Sorry. You want to talk about let's the get challenge the... on MTV? No, let's no, get to... he's not there yet. <laughs> let's get to the heart of the matter. Like, yeah. I feel like, uh, feel like uh, you know, the uh, the older we've gotten, I feel like we're basically like best wrestling friends at this point. We are, actually. Well, let me ask We this. get, like, real oh, deep. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. What? It's because weird. That, Is, do you think it's weird? Because I kind of think it's weird. You know, like, answer that first. Like, hold on, let me get a drink of Tito's out of the it's kind of, see, You know what I mean? It's, the uh, Tito's and you know, because like uh, you know, we've had these we've we had these waves. You know what I mean? We had these waves uh, of like you were a teenager, and then as we discovered last week, you're mad that you only got twenty dollars to go through a barbed wire board, and then uh, super plush through a barbed wire board. Like yeah, it's not just that he went glass all over the ring, brother. I got a I got a fucking curb stomp through light tubes, and I gonna get shit. It was just the handling of it. When I say, hey Chandler, man, like I need more than twenty bucks, and he's like, nah, man, like. Greg Irons and Hobo Joe are making 20 bucks. Like, you ain't worth more than they are. That's fucked up, man. Even Stevens, brother. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Shout out Shia LaBeouf. But, like, uh, I, feel, I feel like now that we've come full circle, that, like, we really uh, probably were meant to be tag team partners. No, we some- truly were. You like, guys were tag team champions. No, but like two I times. feel like two times. I'm gonna get a little fucking uh, emotional or whatever. I feel like we are really like uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen. No, I feel like we're Seriously. really like you know like there's like a, a real true connection like uh, a tag team should have even though we're like not tag team anymore. Until but, like, there's another tag. You guys team are the tag team of the after party and the after after. But like party. no, like there was a time. 
you know, there was a time where we were mad at Matthew Justice. Let's just be honest. I was on the blacklist of AIW. For yeah. When you say a, we, you mean you and Biggins? For yeah. almost a decade, I was on the blacklist of AIW. Right, Thorne? Yeah. No yeah. doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Even though somehow in that time I was voted the 29th greatest superstar in AIW history on an official list on the uh, AIWWrestling.com website. There were only 28, so. <laughs> no, there was 100, and I was 29. <laughs> I don't even remember this happening, dude. No, know. that's legit. I remember thinking <laughs> Who like created I created that. Did Aaron you cr- Bauer. He oh, curated oh, yeah. that. Aaron and Bauer, I was number 29. Yeah. Aaron Bauer was trying to make some lists going. And on. I was number 20. It was on the official AIW social media. He was just trying to make websites. And I journalist. was number 29. I'm probably on the Tumblr, brother. But Weird Body wants to know if you were mad. I mean, I think Go ahead. One was like, were you mad about that ranking? No, tw- out of 29 out of 100, and I was in the nah, yeah, 29 out of 100. That was like, you know, Vince knows my. But like, <laughs> but like, he, he still he still put him in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, he still acknowledges that he was awesome. <laughs> no, you're not gonna edit that. That's a Last great quote. That's a great brother. quote. Yeah, this. That's a great. Hey, so we'll be putting the beep noises on that. WWE one. already <laughs> WWE already put some AIW footage on there. And so we're good. They didn't like, pay me sh- anything yeah, for it. Dude, you know I can't believe it. It's fucking yeah. Hey, we can assist, let me dude, before. You know? okay. So wait, wait, wait. So the the right there, twenty nine. Of course, I was blackballed, and I was number twenty nine out of a hundred. I could have not even been on the list at all. So what's that say about it? Yeah, that's that's. There's a. We're gonna go forward, and then we're gonna go backward because it's a couple things that I want to get to that that we had talked about, but. At this point, then, as you mentioned that, you're blackballed, and then you come back to AIW, and that had been... Let's talk about that, because we talked years? about this tonight at the yeah, bar. That's, got, that's tonight, that's uh, tonight we got... Standing after party. No, that's class. No, that's class. Not standing. That was just tonight. That was just yeah, tonight. Just Not, tonight. It's, it's the fun house going forward. After. Yeah, but typically the fun house. You know, like, uh, Matt and I, you know, we've, uh, for the last, I would say, almost, almost year, year. Yeah. we've gotten really close again yeah and tonight he you know uh he actually you know he's he op- he op- he opened up a little bit to me which meant a lot to me and this is gonna sound lame or whatever but you know he said i'm sure people do this all the time uh but i just want to say thank you because this has been the funnest year in my entire wrestling career and i said actually nobody fucking thanks me for anything ever you know, because like wrestlers are too cool to do that, and I thought Matt and I, Matt and I were close uh, ten years ago. Ten years ago, uh, yeah. o- over ten years ago. Right. We fell out, and now in the last year, we've like uh, gotten. I I feel like this is one of my best friends in wrestling at this point well, again, and that's what I'm saying. And too. like he, you okay. know, he took the he took the chance to or whatever. Like uh, people, no, not even that. We'll we'll get to that, but okay. Just the today to say, hey, oh, okay. I, you need to know that this has reinvented me as a person. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, 2017 was the best year of my wrestling well, life, and yeah. like this is my 12. It's 2018 now. This is my yeah. So 12 years. That's this, a long time. And 2017 was the best year. The most. Not the best because you know I got signed in 2011, so maybe, maybe the in funniest? theory, like money wise, that would be my best year. But like 
that was the most fun I've had in a very yeah. long time wrestling. And, and that's what I want to say too. It's like it, not only you you know you're thinking John and you're taking this oh, yeah. whole 2000. I mean honestly, it you, started you, when you, Chandler was still alive. Yeah. I remember like, hey, we're thinking about putting you in the gauntlet for the gold. And I, I even remember you that trying was, to saying like Chandler's, that was, that Chandler's was on show. the fence about it. But that was he the might, show he got sick. You know, like that was, it like, was yeah. that was it. And and the week yeah, before, like, that and, week and he was alive. Like I was coming to training. Like I was coming when you. Well, like you were, let's talk. Let's talk about that. Like. You know, like let's talk about that. Like you make because we talk a point to just make yourself a part of uh, of everything. Really, like well, you, it was, you it's weird. To we talked we, we talked we talked about it tonight. Like you showed up like a day one guy. Yeah, I didn't, and it's weird school. because a lot of wrestlers they lose track of like at the end of the day, wrestling doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of life. So like a lot of guys did ahead of themselves, and they think like they're too good for someone. So for a guy who's at the time, so in uh, 2000, what, it, was, it would have been 2016. 16, 16, 16 yeah. I came, you, you guys were still at Cal Corral before you moved yeah, into Old School yeah, Iron. So we're talking oh, like 16, so at that time, so two years, so 10 years oh, in the business, a decade. 17? To the early 2017. No, it was it was about this time, about this was, time last year. I came back about in, this time, in, in Gauntlet for the Gold 2017, Which but was I March. actually yeah. showed up at training yeah. about... October or maybe September of 2016. So we're talking we a decade of destruction yeah, in still. indie wrestling at the time, dude. And John Thorne's getting a drink. Continue, continue. Okay, so we're talking, you know, a decade. Yeah. And how many guys come back after wrestling but for, like, t- no, let's for 10 about, years like, and show up to Let's training. talk about what coming back means. You showed up like a day one guy to oh, Johnny yeah, Gargano's like, class. Yeah. How many guys show up 10 years in the business? Yeah, like, we have already been signed to WWE, like wrestled for Ring of Honor, had a trial. You showed up like a day one and guy. And I just got in line like behind Josh Bishop and Trey Lamar like I'm day one trainee. Let me do some and, roles. And just did roles and, and put my head down and yeah. went to work. Sure. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you didn't overstep your bounds and you no. just went and you went through the drills. How long were you still training to wrestle at that point? I mean, I never stopped wrestling though. Okay. I don't know if people know that. That's like, that's what I want to get across the, to people. In the majority, but like it's yeah, not like I you never, were like, hey, I, I'm taking I feel like this is like a message people need to understand because like is, this yeah. is an important thing. It's, oh, it's not did. that you were like, I'm taking multiple years off from wrestling. It's no, just, I never stopped AIW. I've never stopped wrestling, dude. I've wrestled thousands of matches. Like I had never stopped wrestling. That's the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize at the time. Like I never stopped. And yeah, I wasn't in the spotlight like an AIW was, you know what I mean? Right. So I came back, and I, I said to myself, you know, you just stop wallowing in, in the me- mediocrity, and I'm just going to go back to AIW like a trainee. And I showed up. Did I even tell you before I came? or did I, I don't remember. Like, I, maybe. I, I don't know. I, like, think you, I think that John told me that you really, were maybe going. Yeah, you were thinking about I it. I never really left. It like, was a thought. I would still be over in the corner at ARW because I had other ties. To I think maybe. Promotion. Like, I feel like you talked to Biggins before you talked to me. Yeah. Because I, I know I said a couple of like, I don't know. I'm a little more rough around the edges sometimes. I don't no, know. I think. Uh, like, so, like, so I've had a lot of concussions, so, like, my brain don't remember a lot. You know what I mean? So, like, I know I had at least mentioned somebody and said, like, hey, when do you guys train? Is it all right if I show up? Yeah. You know, like, because I've been around, and, you know, for years, I'd, I'd be in the corner or I'd be, you know, hey, how are you doing, man? Yeah. Whatever, you know? So for me, I just decide. It's, it's weird. It's like that thing where you kind of decide, like, this is it for me. Like, I'm going to give it one last go. So I'm like, I'm going to go to AIW. I'm going to train. I'm going to get in the rain. 
And that's what I did. I came, I got in line behind guys like Trevor and fucking JB and and Sleeping Trey and Frankie Flynn back there with the beard. And and I did I act like I was special? No, I no. acted like I was you act like you just. I listened day to people one. like Dom, dude, who have been wrestling for a year and were yeah, training. Yeah, because it was it was it was no, Dom and Johnny was still kind of around at the yeah, time. Yeah, Johnny and, and Candice, Candice were there. Yeah, they were yeah. not. That was when Johnny had already did the tag tournament, but he wasn't signed. He wasn't signed. So yeah. I just got and like the thing is, is that uh, ten you know eleven years ago, me and Johnny were training together in the basement at J, uh, Turner's Hall at JT Lightning. So like I just got in line, did rolls, did drills. Like I was a trainee. Yeah. And like, you don't owe me anything, right, Thorne? I don't think wrestling was anybody me. anything. I didn't even ask you for a booking. I just said, hey, can I train? Yeah, you I'm just said you were get, coming to train. I literally said, like, I'm going to get back to WWE. And like, at that time, I knew, because I know I went to a Evolve trial in October of 2016. And I think I came to you guys about September, because I wanted to get in the rain like a month before the trial in October. Yeah, you you wanted to... And I knew William Regal was going to be there, so I knew that that's the, the way to go, and I knew that Regal's going to see, you know, the veteran steals that I have. So... I came, and, and and it wasn't, like, consistent. It's not like I was coming every day, like, when I first started training, where I'm coming two, three nights a week, every week. But I, I started coming back to AIW. I put my head drawn. And I've always said it's my motto in life, not just wrestling, feet on the ground. You know what I mean? You gotta Who remember. told you that, dude? JT Lightning. Let's, uh, I, let's go back to the text when message. I, just, when who's, I, the, who's the next person that text message so after you guys It signed? wasn't a text, JT. It was just we had fallen out, man, because the funny thing is. You and JT or you and John? Falling out, falling well, out. Both. Uh, Both? If anyone who's been in wrestling At this for a Time. Anyone who's been in wrestling for a long time knows that no matter what, you're always going to have a falling out with your trainer. You're always going to have... My trainer came tonight, and it was very awkward. Oh, yeah, you... Beef Stew, Lou Beef Marconi. Oh, yeah, yeah We Lou, talked I, about him here. It was weird. Why? I didn't know how that so, was going to go, Can honestly. you give an idea? Why Why would somebody have a falling out? Well, the you thing say about that wrestling is it, going to happen. The thing that in wrestling is that you're always going to have a falling out with, like, your... Your trainer, your original promotion, there, because it's. I would like to uh, equate it to growing pains. Fuck. Is it? I think. Let me growing I, pains oh. with uh, what was that dude that started in growing pains? The Mike Seaver, dude. The, Mike Seaver. The dad. My, yeah, Mike no, Seaver, the main guy. Mike yeah. Seaver is the kid. Um, Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron. Kurt Cameron. Yeah. Yes, he was in the Shaggy Dog on the Disney Channel originally. Yeah. Where's the uh, Red Bull Tito's? I so, think you want that in any life. So okay. I think anything growing pain. So the thing is, it's crazy. JT used to hate AIW. Like, I don't know. Is that news to, to the fan, the casual fan? Uh, I, I don't think so. It depended, At the very beginning. It depended on the era. How long yeah, yeah. So, so if you At the very beginning, know, you... Like, everyone... It was like, JT helped, JT hated, JT loved. When AIW yeah. first started, it was a rival promotion to JT's but Cleveland But n- not exactly... No, he and, was running his ring and, like... And, it was weird. But when it got cool, then he I hated it. I was a trainee it. of JT around... AIW started in what? 06, right? At Peabody. 05. 05. So that was right when I started training. And it was like a strict no-compete policy. Like, if you're going to wrestle for AIW... Well, when he got TV, he said you can't wrestle at AIW. So then that was Which like was the end of 05. Years later? Like a year later. Year 2006, yeah. 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 So it, and that was right when... Like, cause I had came in 05, and I was like 15 or 16... And my mom would sleep in the parking lot and let me train. I was young, oh, and man, it was so like and it, I really told, young, I told yeah. it's funny we're on the 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 late night of Ray Road going to WWE. I told him I said, you know, bro, the first time I ever stepped foot in a professional wrestling ring, it was you, Beef Stew, Lou Marconi, Chris Cronus, and JT Lightning, and 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 fifteen year old 
160 pound Matt Justice. Yeah, because the Rays got about uh, two or three years on you. Oh, yeah. Eight, couple years. Yeah, yeah. I, I was yeah. going to AIW. Ray trained in 2003. I was going to the Cleveland All Pro shows in like 04 when I was in high school. Yeah. And he had like a mohawk and like people would chant, like, you eat shit at it. You remember that? Yeah. Like oh. Chandler and Pedro sitting in the corner. And well, I was. Ray Rowe trained at my, like, where yeah. I trained. You know, yeah. so like, and he, I mean, he talked about tonight. He was about oh, yeah. 16, no, 17 absolutely. when he trained. And like, yeah, I yeah. was like right after him. So when I showed up, I'm like, here I am, like 15. So I trained for a couple months and then I disappeared for a while and I came back. You know, I was young. So it was the ongoing story of Matthew Justice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah He's a nomad. He is. A rover wanderer, dude. I a mean, drifter. call me what you will. You, you are the original drifter. I, Trying to bend, dude. <laughs> me and him used to play a lot of, uh, we used to hit the casino a lot together. Can you play guitar? I play the drums, man. <laughs> I know. I am well, in the band. I'll work drums. on that later. So, where uh, refresh me, Steve. So, where I'm just talking about the thorn and me, our dynamic of how we. You're talking about how you would come to training. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You, when you come back, when you come you back to training, and yes. Johnny Gargano like, is essentially the trainer, and this mm, is the guy that oh, you trained yeah, with. We trained like no one else would show up, and would be us running spots together. Yeah. But now, but now out. you've come back to mm-hmm. you're like I want to get into wrestling again, where, and now Johnny is the yeah, trainer. My, where other guys at my level would not. They would never accept that, right? And I just put my head down and, and went with it. Yeah, because I mean, Josh, you were there. Yeah, you, how long have you been training at the time? Like uh, maybe a month or two, because you did the evolve trial. And then we yeah, because that was uh, I had actually came before the evolve. yeah. yeah. Jo- Josh, you've been training. This, if, Josh, you've been two. You're two and a half, three years in almost now. Two, no. probably not even, dude. Like <laughs> I was like the Teddy Hart show. Is like my third day. And I'm trying to remember how long ago that was because yeah, you're, you had never 20, even wrestled. You are literally you are 20 years old training. right now. It's like Cal Corral yeah. was the end of 2016, yeah. and then he he, he like evolved with OSI old school. I remember we go to OSI. But the the weird thing is, is that like even you though would just show up before, so I would yeah. try and get there an hour before anyone else, and then you would be there before me, and. The weird I would thing just is, set the ropes up and then go sit on my phone. Is even though I was on the blacklist of AIW, like I'd still be at AIW shows. Just yeah, like, just coming. At the time, my girlfriend at the time was a wrestler, so I'd be at AIW yeah. shows. She no was names. Still yeah, yeah, it's all right, man. We're cool, bro. Like we ain't in Missouri. You're still friends. So, no. like, I mean, the thing is, is like, in like Thorn, uh, Biggins, me and Thorn probably talked less than me and Biggins did, which is actually yeah, kind of weird. Biggins loves. Biggins lives. He secretly loves everybody. No, no, he's a very great. He's a he, nice guy. Yeah, he, that's the thing. And he's the weird a, thing is, is nice that Biggins lived about a town over from where I grew up. Oh, right. So whenever he would yeah. see me, even though I knew I'm on the blacklist, he would always say, "Hey, how's Streetsboro? How's Streetsboro doing?" I always drive through there, and I think of you. And I owned a gym. I owned a 24/7 gym in Streetsboro for five years. And he'd be like, "Oh, how's the old Borough Barbell doing?" And like, I know he's just fucking with me, but. I know he meant it, like in a in a. He meant it in a like real, not in a dickhead way. He wanted to make sure that you were doing okay in a real way. Yeah, like, he, he wanted meant, to know that you were like, doing all right. If you know someone since they're like fifteen, because even Absolutely. before I was a wrestler, I'd sit in the crowd a couple seats down from him and Pedro Deluca, who were nobody at the time. Right. They were fans, just like me. Oh so, yeah. So I mean, and he'd drive through Streetsboro, and he said, "Yeah, I was thinking about you when I drive through Streetsboro." And this is in the blacklist days. And like Thorne, I know like we've already talked about it. We've already touched on it. But like even in the blacklist days, I said, "What's up to you?" I I came. 
Yeah, I, I was you there. said hello. Yeah. I, if I saw you, I didn't go out of my way to say hi to you. I wasn't going to interrupt you. I know how it is as a wrestling promoter. Oh, dude, dude. To be honest but with you, like I, I remember just running a, an alternate podcast. Like we'd come in and you're just hanging out on the stage and mm. you're just chilling. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I never sat in the like, locker room. I, dude, I didn't go in the like, locker room. Like, I, I wasn't yeah. overstepping my That's balance. one thing I never do. If I'm not, if I was never booked on a show, no, I would never go in a locker room. Absolutely. Let me say that. And like the thing is, like because I've seen that's like an old school weird respect thing. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. That's I, JT Lightning. No I know guys man. now who are not girlfriends or anything. People girlfriends, girlfriends, but they just the roll in. Or trainees or I don't go. Here's Matt Justice. I don't go in anybody's booked, locker room. Girlfriend booked or best friends booked, whatever. And Matt Justice just not like I haven't sit done anything. In the gym. Not that I. Think that's like I, that's just no, like no, no, a, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's you're like just, old you're just sitting in the gym. You're like I'm gonna stay in the gym the whole time. I'm not going down the. And and I honestly I remember that mm-hmm. you were never in the locker room. I don't do that. Like just uh, always like, on the outside. Even if, like even if we got a ring around at Mega, I I don't go in that locker room. Yeah. That's not my locker room. And I think that's absolutely. You that's know, a, like that's just like a weird respect that's a thing. Great sign have. of respect. Yeah. Like that's, that's not my place. I, and like yeah. I don't want to go in there, and I don't want to undermine or overmind. You know an, what I mean? Just an appreciative sign of uh, people's. It's just not my place. I can go. Or, I got my own locker room. I can go into. That's, well, that's an old school right. mentality that's lost in the business. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm gonna sit here and ramble about that. But yeah, that we just, totally just, can do we it. Were brought thing, up, we were yeah. brought up a different way. Yeah, and that's just the way I was raised. Yeah, you know, in wrestling. But I think I think good for you know, I, dude. I saw I saw my trainer tonight for the first time in ten years, and I didn't know how I was gonna go. We talked about him here because like. We weren't always on the best of terms, you know. Oh, yeah. And uh, but like I said, it's a growing pains. You everyone falls out with their trainer at some point. And right, you know, at first, like you know, because he trained me, he trained Ray, he trained Duke, and those are probably the only guys left. And Duke's like, you go see Lou, and I was like, no, I I don't fucking I'm not gonna go see him because you know he said some things that I didn't necessarily really. You know that that hurt me as a person mm-hmm. at times when he was trying to use that to further his career, based on who I was. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, I was like, I, I was indifferent that he was there today, and uh, he came up to me and he talked to me, and uh, you know, it it felt it you know it felt like a, a relief to have a moment with him and for him to come and you know what I mean come to me and speak to me but like it was you know he, i was like did he do oh. that yeah he did okay but like uh i was a little uh i don't know i was a little indifferent about it you know what i mean to, oh when uh, he actually spoke to you you mean ju- no just like when duke was like hey you yeah. know lou's here you were and very I, apprehensive and uh, i was like you know yeah, what? that's pete for all the podcasts yeah pete hot pete you know uh, so like you know it's just uh it's just a weird thing point. yeah it's a payday pete but uh you know, I, I, that's just one of those. That's one of those things. You know like, it's kind of touching that you know, coming off. If if you are a listener and you attended the Ray Row farewell show, Josh Prohibition talked about how him and Ray didn't speak for like seven did years. That, and did wrestling. that hit you? Well, it just that there's a lot of relationships. I mean, like, that's me a, and John Thorne talked for almost a decade. That, it, yeah. It's probably the same seven years. So same with with Lou Martoni. That's your you're speaking of Lou Martoni. Yeah. Beef Stew Lou Martoni. Yeah. He's a, like a Cleveland legend in essence, dude. He was an AIW champion. If I'm he was former AIW champ. So I mean, like it's it's one of them weird things. And I said that it's a growing pain with your trainer, no matter what. Like. You're always going to fall out with your trainer because you you grow outside of the bounds of what they're they're teaching you. You need. I to, felt like you know, like you need honestly, to leave the nest at some point. I felt, uh, you know, like I always felt like 
I felt very weird about him. You know what I mean? Like uh, he Probably since two thousand three, and like uh, we we were up and we were down, and like there was a time where like to further his career, he was saying like, "Oh, I didn't train him." Well, you know? sometimes you was have it, to. Was it outside to, of wrestling stuff? You're forced, though? No, it's, not, mm. it's both though. No, it's you're all forced. Like you're forced. It was wrestling choose. stuff, but like it was like hurtful as a person. Oh. Yeah, like as, as who I am. You're like, forced to choose sides. In I know this a is lot of times. And that's, unfortunately, yeah, that's and an unfortunate. I know not only, a, when you're a wrestler, it, it kind of takes down to your personal life too. So not only are they attacking you like your credibility in 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 your profession or your you know what you do, but it also pertains to who you are as a man or you know and like. Like, you know, I know this is like uh, crazy to think about, you know what yeah. I mean? Cause, but like when I was like 18, 19, 20 years old, I was like fucking putting work in, you know? Right. And like I was always there and I was always training and I was always doing shit. And like there was a time where he was like, you know, we had a falling out or like whatever. And like another local promotion was going to book him and I wasn't. So he's was like, oh, I don't. I, that's I didn't train him. You know what I mean? He didn't. Yeah. And I was oh, he like, was just trying to cast you aside. Those so are the most impressionable books. years. Right. That's like your dad telling like, you that you're not his son. To know? me, like that yeah, was that was way. that was very that was very hurtful for me, uh, because I fucking know I fucking put the work in, and sure. like I know that I fucking overachieved, and uh, uh, as ridiculous as that sounds, I overachieved to whatever he taught me at. You know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So like, uh. We had like we had ups and downs and all you know and and all arounds and I haven't I haven't seen him in probably close close to a decade honestly and uh, when I went downstairs it was like you know it was like seeing your like you know it was like seeing your like fucking I, I mean I don't know but right like there, yeah no, like that's, yeah it probably like broke a, your heart for the first time right yeah that like that was like a bro- like today honestly that was like a broken hearted thing because well, like. Y- I'm not gonna lie to to just because like Duke because Duke was like, hey, you see Lucier? And I was like, fuck him, dude. Yeah, I was there when he when he said that. Yeah, and you know, like that's weird though because I, how many guys that are associated with Ray Rowe that are on the outs with you personally, professionally? <laughs> no, 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 no. sounds so bad. No, no, that's wrestling though. So okay. To show up at a show like that, where you know it's going to be uh, not well, weird, even, listen, but even Ray and John had rival promotions exactly, at yeah, one yeah. point so, in time. So for him to just show up, put his head down, walk into the locker room, shake a couple hands, but you know that, what? That takes. That's a certain. That's a. He's a, that's man. a man right he's there. A man. To walk we're, in there. We're talking about Ray's a man. He, he's no, not, we're talking he's about Lou. Oh, Lou to yeah. just he's walk not, in. Yeah, yeah okay. he's not living on old dramas or yeah. beefs. He just walked he's in. Just, and we're all there for the same purpose. And you know what? You're right. You're right. I'm not like I'm right. not gonna lie. He can't like I didn't go up to him because I was a little, I was still a little mad. You know what I mean? Apprehensive. You know, because like dude. it was like there was a time where like I was like killing it, and then he abandoned us, and like up and down, up and down, and you know I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking talk to him. You're- and like we had, we had talked, we had talked. Um, I don't know, probably 2007, 2008. You know, because there was a time where he said he didn't claim me as a student. And I said, you know, like, I, I kind of called him out on it. And I was like, and we talked at that time, and we were good. And then I hadn't seen him since. And, uh, you know, it was weird when I saw him. It was like seeing a ghost. And a lot, like, that's how I felt because I thought he lived in North Carolina still. That's what I said. And, like, when, you know, it was, it, yeah, it was like seeing a ghost. And, you know what? I was like, I'm not going to go talk to him. 
and he came up and he talked to me and uh it was like uh it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders kind of Instagram, Etsy, eBay, etc. Because he's bringing to you fine people what you deserve. And that's this Sting t-shirt straight out of the late 80s. And he's woo, so fucking excited. He's stoked. It's a black shirt, multicolored print. He's he's losing his mind. Use promo code worldwide. And by God, you can get this shirt 10% off Instagram. Etsy, eBay, etc. Ah! I'm going to throw this out here just to give credit to uh, the evolution of John Thorne, if I can, and where things go. You know, everybody's talking about this, and it's here, and it's there, and uh, it... We probably won't ever cover it on this podcast, and it's fine. Uh, John Thorne and this I. This podcast ever makes the no, light of like, day, dude. We, like, Thorne and I, we were very close, and, like, I consider this guy one of my uh, brothers and one of my month. best friends. Yeah, that's what, that's what, but you know what? Matt Justice. Speak down the truth. You nailed it. Fuck yeah. But you know, you, na- you nailed it. You that's nailed wrestling. it. Like, that's the thing. And that's what's up. Yeah, dude. That's wrestling. And that's, that's but that's where we're at. Wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, these guys walk in the locker room, and it's like, oh, we got to blah, blah, blah. We got to bury these hashes, blah, blah, blah. Where it's like, Thorne and I, we spend so much time together. Maybe I'm grateful for it, and he won't ever admit that he's grateful for it, but we've spent so much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've spent so much time together in the last, I don't know, three plus years. Because wait, wait. we, how long have you been in AIWC? About three years now? Uh, this will be your third year. 18 uh, your third year, as far as I okay, know. Okay, so I, I have been, here's the thing, I was doing uh, locker room interviews with a previous podcast, um, yeah, three and a half-ish years ago. You've been ago. around for about three years. Yeah. All right, man. So and and that's the thing, but the funny thing coffee, is, dude. With, that, with that podcast, John and I became friends, yes, I think, right? Like, we became friends Yeah, yeah. I think it's sure. safe to say we've all, we've all had our, our ebbs and flows. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I mean. But, like, this guy has evolved enough that, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a like, tumultuous like, figure. 2007, John Thorne would be pushing motherfuckers oh, yeah, down hills. And, 2007, <laughs> and John, writing on message boards. Dude, 2007, yeah, yeah. John Thorne and I would have been at fisticuffs. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? No doubt, But, dude. like, in, but 2007, 2017, 2018, <laughs> and it really was 2017. John Thorne and I were like, I'm like, no, man, like this no. is, hey, but this that's, is us. That's also life, that's, though. Like I said about Lou, that's what I'm saying. Just walking in, not creating a scene. We're and at the end of the day, like I think me and Thorne, we were at the uh, that's, concession and that's, stand, and we both said like, getting. you know, we're not best friends with Ray. But we have enough history with Ray. You know what I it's mean? Just it's just history. Yeah. And, and that's kind of wrestling. It's it's not friendship. And that's it's, what I said to Ray it's tonight. It's kind of a brotherhood. It's in this, your associates. Like, the first time I ever stepped foot in a professional wrestling ring, it was Ray Rowe, 
Lou Marconi, which we've been talking about, a guy named Chris Cronus, who who knows where the fuck he is, and so was the late great JT Lightning. So here, I like, and it's just history. Like, I was in Ray's wedding, his first ever wedding. I was the first ever day I ever stepped foot in a wrestling ring, and a fifteen-year-old young boy. I it's was just like Ray. Like, who's around? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, like it's weird. Like, love them or hate them. These are the people that are like, around. Yeah. There's people that I but went to school with since second grade, and I don't talk to them. But since I was 15, I'm 29 now. So for 14 years, guys like Ray Rowe or Chandler Biggins or John Thorne have been part of my life. Yeah, Re- you know whether I admit it or not, like we've interacted yeah. more than someone I went to school with, or you know what I mean. In a, in a bigger and, and, way, and, 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 and it's weird. It's, it's just like, impactful. Yeah, it's it, it, it's one of those things where you might we're maybe we're not best friends. You know, like yeah. I don't think he knows what my favorite color is. What is your favorite color? Blue, purple. <laughs> so, sorry, close. Guys. I'm wearing yeah. purple, bro. He's wearing, he's wearing, he's wearing a purple yeah. hoodie. I wore it for you. But you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> Revelation 13, man. <laughs> he just but, forgot. But no, no, you know what I mean? Like, we're, yeah. you're not, it's, okay, so like wherever he is in this uh, establishment, the bed. Bev like, Smith. You're Bev fortunate Smith. enough to make that one best friend through wrestling. Right. Bev yeah. Smith for me. Yeah. And whoever sure. it may be, it's Chandler Baines for John Thorne. You know, yeah. it was John Thorne for for Steve Guy. Yeah. Et cetera, oh, for sure. so on and so on. But, but you have a lot of associates, and that's what when people reference like the brotherhood. I'm not saying that Ray Rose is my best friend, but but, he's a but part of the, the, the first time I ever stepped foot in a professional wrestling, you have room. a connection. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just one of them things that you'll never forget. And I even said that tonight. You know, I hugged him, and I said, "That's the title of this podcast, probably the Brotherhood." The da, brotherhood? Da, da, da. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I hugged Ray Rose tonight, and I said, "I bet you never thought we'd be doing like, this." There was a time when there was a unsaid promotion battling Firestone. I thought they were. Uh, <laughs> 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 There it is. There it Adeline is. Adeline AIW that thought they were going to put them out of business. And if you would have asked someone at that time, 2009, Ray yeah. Rowe would never step fucking foot in an AIW ring. No. And th- this is what happens, dude. Uh, what? Nine years later, 2018, Ray Rowe's having this farewell show at AIW. It's like, and that's, it's like there's wrestling people and there's not wrestling people. Yeah. And the not wrestling people always fade away. And the wrestling people always fucking... What, I, I don't want to say rise to the hey, top, but are, are always fucking. What did what did you and the, the dude say about me on a podcast? Like Matthew Justice is the guy that you think's gonna burn out or fade away, but he's not doing both, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm there. Yeah, you're always there. And you're consistent. Exactly. It's weird to quote Neil Young on an AIW podcast, but that's that's wrestling, dude. There's wrestling music certain, always good. There's certain dude. interactions that are never gonna go away. And that's what professional wrestling provides. And I love, you know, I say this all the time, but I love that wrestling brings together this fucking ragtag. Molly fucking crew. Oh, I love you it. got fucking We're John Bats. You got Trey Lamar climbing like a cat. Worldwide coming Trying in on all Evan, sorts of substances. Evan weird body, like <laughs> laughing in the corner like a weird, weird fucking. Body Evan at him. Yeah, Dude, like, a, fucking awesome. yeah. like a weird fucking. I don't even know that was it. This is a weird. This is a in depth part two, dude. Like, this you is, know? I don't Hey, is Bev all right, though? Yeah, he's great. Oh, okay. I don't, that's my number one thing in life. Do we, my number one. He has a kid. I got to make sure he fucking. Do we need a part three or we cover everything we need to cover? We got a lot more to talk about. 
Can we have more. To, he says we, we got more to talk. Can we do yeah. one about just fucking Matt, the Cleveland wrestling scene? Matt Justice says we have more to talk about. Let's just real quick right now, right here, right now. All right, all right, right here. I need to know something. I've been away for a while. Yep. This is This is Alan Keller talking worldwide. Worldwide. Have we talked about Brother Justice? He went off to FCW. Yep. 2011. Cleveland. Covered it. 2012. And uh, he had himself uh, a little promotion going. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. And uh, yeah. that promotion, I mean, do you want to like gloat over the loss of that promotion? Do you want to yell, like find out? Oh, is that part three? Do you want to talk more? We're going to get the secrets of these fucking paid, sold shows. Worldwide, dude. All right, man. Bring in the big dogs. You want to talk about that? Go on, Alita. I'm a leader on the wait, third episode. Way to make it awkward, dude. Come back. Laying it down. Yep. I want to know about why you got a better Vader than we did. Hey, uh, me and Vader had a connection. Well, yeah, bro. It was a Fed connection. Vader's trash. Me and Vader did not have a connection. Uh, me, yeah, me and Va- me and fucking uh, what's his name, Leon White. Leon, we had a. Yeah. Fucking, Every time I hear about him having a real yeah. fucking He's bad week on Twitter, like I enjoy months it. Months after I booked him, like <laughs> only hey, only, love doing business with you. Only one person it. at the AIW show that had a connection hey, with Leon real White glad because he looked alive. just like him. Right, hey, real, real, we were actually on that a pretty. Yeah, in, we were a pretty fucking. Hey, guess what? Pod. Hey, guess what? Vader didn't get on his flight because he said Greg Iron stiffed him too hard. You know what's funny? And he up, just man? wanted to be a coach Let's at just the school. Let's be honest, dude. Greg Iron stiffed him. Donald Trump became the president in 2016. Uh oh. Inaugurated in January 2017. Yep. We're on a touchy snowflake subject. <laughs> Wait a minute. But are you, you tell, know, Are you about no, to tell no, us? No, you're not about all right, to we're gonna we're gonna. Hey, this is the lead. You know what? No. I think there's we're a. We're gonna fall into the next episode. Whoa, whoa, are you about to tell us? Whoa, 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 and not whoa, whoa, whoa. only is Sid. There's a few members. Not only is Sid Donald Trump's fault, but also whoa. Vader is Trump's no, fault. No, no. There's a few members of the AAW roster that would not make it to shows if Donald Trump's travel ban was real. Yeah. So let's just all so you're saying they're say, fake? let's just all say what we're thinking. Hey, you Sid guys are fucking Udy is a fucking bullshitter. You guys dude. are Sid's welcome. You guys are welcome no, that Steve Payne made it to as many shows as he did. No. So we'll cover Donald Trump oh. is afraid of tall, blonde, muscly men flying around. Whoa. Fucking Sid did nothing wrong. Hey, whoa, whoa. Fucking Donald Trump is afraid of Sid Vicious. I said it right here, right now. Oh, all right, give us a cutoff point so we can edit. So yeah, we'll, to episode we're three just going to edit all of these into one great No, we got two apps. Oh. This is good. Dude. We got two apps, dude. I'm fucking with his vibe. This is like, this is, hey, Dave Meltzer is going to And ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for uh, this that's, episode. Hey, that's join us next time. Dave Meltzer's gentleman. And that's the pretty M- straight. He has multiple the, children. That's, None of that's making it in. That's the MM, the MM cut. Steve died. The cops are on my street. Silence. So listen, listen. Thank you. The cops always are not on, on your street. street, dude. It was AJ Gray and Allie Cat driving like a terrible woman in 2018, <laughs> dude. It was actually they, still 2017 at that time. But listen. Well, that's what happens so when you ask a midget. The, the weird <laughs> thing about, like, and this is real. This is worthy of editing into the podcast. What? John I have a question also. Josh, shut up. No, Nobody cares about your questions. So serious. Hey. This, this is podcast worthy. According so, to you, Selma is a drug, not a thing that people walk across the bridge for, okay? What? <laughs> Thank All right, you. silence. So, okay. I listen to the AAW podcast. I enjoy it. It's interesting. 
And right. I think the main reason why I enjoy it is because most of the stories that are told on the AW podcast is I actually had some kind of relevance of living them in real life. <laughs> AIW Snowstorm episode. I was there, dude. I was on that show. I wrestled Hollywood, dude. I was not, but I moderated but, it. Oh, but exactly. Fuck. My yeah. time, pre, pre, it's like a precursor to everybody in AIW besides a, f- a select few, like, form of sorts. Bacon's at the t- I just want everybody to hear no, you. No, but you know what I mean? Like, I want people so to hear I, you. I listen. I'm an, av- I'm an avid listener of the podcast. We appreciate that. It. So it, it is because I like to live down the memory lane of things. And I feel like I've lived through so many of the experiences on the podcast. Dude, you're about to tell Tammy us- Sitch as the guest commissioner. She's been hitting me up. She wants I, to come yeah, here. A lot of text messages. You know, like Steve Carino as the AIW champion. Are you- right? You're not about to tell us so to bury the hatchet for like Matthew the 18th time tonight, are you? Like correlation together, right, dude? Yeah. As far as I know. I think he's a big fan. Yeah. No, no, no. All right, get to where you're so going. Get to where you're going. It's great for me to be. Because I got to end this. It's great for me to be on this podcast because there's so much history in AIW. Like, you think I've been in AIW since year two. How many guys have been in AIW since year two? So it's great for yeah, me to go down memory uh, lane on the, on the podcast right. sometimes yep. and hear stories. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I remember even, that. Like, yeah, I lived even, that. Like, even with the time off, like, you probably hit flats. more people. Yeah, oh, You've yeah. hit enough generations of where it's been. Oh, yeah. Like, sure. There was a, a middle period where yeah, I yeah. missed it as an in-ring performer, but I might have been there on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, for me, it's it's interesting to, to, to actually be in the podcast now. You know, Eddie Kingston had a two-part podcast. Yeah. Well, well in fairness, that was like Orlando Eddie. In and, fairness, and, and there was a midget. Like there was a midget choking at Cool Ranch. There was Doritos, like this is like Streets Row Matt. I'm gonna have canceling. seven episodes. You weren't here this while Sid Udy was canceling. You were not here while yeah. Sid Udy was canceling. Yeah. Josh dude. Bishop, uh, close this down for part two. All right. What are we close it out? What were you getting at here, dude? You're good. Wrestling's card is going to change. My name is Joshua Bishop. I was your moderator of sorts. Oh, fuck episode. yourself. Go fuck On yourself. this episode, I was joined by Steve Guy. Your real Weird moderator of sorts. Kevin Adams. Worldwide. Alex Thorne, Keller. Wes Barkley. He out, uh, Wes Barkley was not in here. <laughs> the factician. The factician John Battis. John Battis. He's not and Baptist. Matthew Justice. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to part two here with the one-man militia. His militia is so large, it might take us into a third part. And more on that later. But thank you to John Thorne, AIW owner, Joshua Bishop hanging out, Weird Body Evan Adams, Alex Worldwide Keller. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Mandator of sorts. And of course... And of course, uh, Matt Justice. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.